Welcome to the Puck and Stoner Dad Show with your hosts, Ginger Claus and Dusty. We are now on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Music by Burning Bridges. Subscribe, like. Hey yo, what is going on everyone? Welcome to the very first episode of a post-game live reaction to game number 44 uh, versus the Vancouver Canucks. Ginger, buddy, what's your first thoughts on this game, man? Well, I wasn't expecting much, but I was expecting more. But I was almost expecting the same thing that happened. You never really know what to expect, you know. But all the time you know what to expect because it's the same thing. We're either going to lose to a bottom feeder team, just atrociously beat a bottom feeder team but not good enough, lose to a top team kind of close but retardedly, or beat a top team and it fucking throws everyone off. There was four options, and this was a top team, so that narrowed it down to two options, and it became option one. We didn't beat them. No. And it was atrocious. They didn't show up the first 20 minutes. So you can argue, and they rarely do. No. You can argue all the flip goals you want to argue, but I, I, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, enough's enough. Like, I get, like, it, it's a tight game. Like, it, it became a better game in the second period. It did. They came back, clawed back, scored three goals. Willie looked... Willie, you know, got rid of his slump, I guess you want to call it, since he signed the contract. But, like, just once in a while, it just, you know, you want to see this team get up for a game, and this is one of the games you want to see them get up for. And they did in the second period, show up on time. They had the advantage, man. It's a four o'clock start in Vancouver. Four o'clock start, and they can't still because they the game was catered to when they play on Saturday nights most of the time at seven o'clock. And they come and they they just lay an absolute egg. The coaching, man. The power play looks fucking terrible. Like, I, I, I don't know where to start, man. Brody. Want to start with... Okay, we can look at Brody. Like, look at the fall off of Brody. Right? Like, Brody was unbelievable when we first acquired him. He was unbelievable. Was he unbelievable or was he just better than what we were used to, though? You could be right on that. It could be a bit of both, but at the same time, Rand Lake, 
I don't know. He's well made. They looked way better defensively last year. Way better. I don't know. Like, who's the play? Is, is Shanahan steering the ship right now? Saying, no, get this guy, get this guy. Is that like why him and Dubas didn't like get along at the end? Dubas is like, no. That's what Shanahan. people like, say. I mean, most of it's hearsay anyway, but I mean, it's like every every general manager is the same old song and dance, right? I mean, we've, we're not even full through a full year yet, but it looks like it's the same old song and dance. Mm-hmm. Not much dancing, not even much singing. A lot of fucking what the hell is going on. Exactly. I, I, I don't get it, man. Like, I really don't. Like... I get when you're not no no team is going to go eighty two and zero, but like, just be nice to see on one of these gold one of these games. Right? Like the first place team, got uh, give it a sixty minute effort. If you win, you win. If you don't, like, at least you put that full effort in all game, and then you know you can play with this team. Vancouver is the first team in the NHL right now, as we were saying last night on the pod. One, and then Winnipeg's three. Like, two Canadian teams up top right now. Yeah. Which And still, if you ask, it's funny, because if you ask, like, today I saw a couple interviews, they were asking, what Canadian team do you think's got the cup this year? And people were still saying Edmonton. Oh, man. It's so hard. It's so hard to count count McDavid out because McDavid has that power to you know take over that game just by himself. That's just the player he is. Edmonton's damn lucky to have him. Yeah, you like that one? Okay. I think if my wife it. could have been home one night this week, it could have been this night. Yeah, well, not always the same. <laughs> like, there, is that one good? Yeah. My tweet here, see? Like this. Uh, oh, that's not it. I want this one. Right here. Yeah, my tweet right here. See, fire hashtag fire sh- uh, Keith hashtag fire Shani. Certain to get some a uh, little, little little bit of debate going on on there, stirring some stuff up. Yeah, because you can't have a different opinion right. than anyone else, or you're an asshole. Man, I, I, I'm at that point, man. It, it's Shanny. You've led the, this whole fucking everything this past 10 years has been on him, man. He makes the decisions. I'm getting a lot more people on my sh- on this train, man. There's a lot more people jumping on it and a lot more people saying, like, yeah, you, like... I don't I just... Needs another perspective of someone running it, man. Like, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the CEO coming in might make changes. Well, they got to do something. If it's someone else who comes in and says, we're going to just run it back, 
then we might as well just fucking start cheering for Seattle or some shit. <laughs> like that is a very, very that could happen. You could get rid of Shanahan and the next person comes in and says, I think Shanahan was doing something great. We're going to run it back with the core four. Yeah, but man, like put a perspective of like parenting, say, right? Like you could tell your kid to do something so many times, do this, do this, do this, do that, right? And you're trying to teach them, trying to teach them, trying to teach them, and then say like your sibling comes and auntie, auntie says it, right? My aunt, my sister comes and says, my sister will be like, oh, like this. And then she'll be like, okay. Yeah. Right? I get what you mean. It's a, Sometimes it, it can be a different voice, man, saying it to these guys. But like, I'm still struggling to believe that a, a Brandon Shanahan ran team, because he is the president, doesn't play like he used to play. He has been successful. He knows how it works in the playoffs. He's been on very successful teams. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm struggling to understand it, man. Well, I've thought this a bit because you see it with, uh, especially people are grilling P.K. Subban because they're saying, because he's got, he's tweeting about the Leafs and they're saying, oh, you know, you, you never even won a cup. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm not going to lie. I saw a fucking play today, man. It came up and it was like 25 of the worst plays ever in the NHL. And it like, he was like, in the top, I think it was the top 10. It was a play. He was doing a spinorama in his own zone. Does a spinorama. Just uh, gets by another guy, tries another spinorama, gets caught up, gets the puck stripped off of him. The player goes in and scores right on Bryce. And it was an overtime game, I'm pretty sure, too. And it was like an overtime or something. I'll be back, and it'll be quicker this time. Okay. Come on, buddy. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Why not? Here, I'll hear you. There we go. David Alter tweeted a five minutes ago. Sheldon Cleef asked what he can take away from this game. Said zero points. Well, no fucking shit, Sheldon. Thank you. Thanks, Sheldon. That... Fucking what a quote. Like, just fucking unbelievable, man. Like, <laughs> like, you 
Least late night podcast. Shout out to them. Imagine losing with four goals and 47 shots. <laughs> Jones is not it. Cold tending's not happening anymore. No defense is fucking. He's back. So. So uh, what else? David Alter tweeted. Sheldon Keefe asked what he can take away from this game. Zero points is what Sheldon takes away from this game, man. Zero, like, fucking points. Congratulations, Keith. Good job, man. You're so fucking observant. <laughs> Dude, like, has he, has he just lost the room that bad? Like, I've been saying this for a year already. Man, like we were saying it right after the Calgary game. I still thought the same thing. It's like, man, the video coaches won you that fucking game. Wasn't Sheldon who caught that? It was a video coach. Yeah, he has to listen to him. And if you are going to hire all these guys, you're going to hire the best guys. You are going to trust the guys that you fucking hire to do that job. That is their job. So, like, sure, Sheldon Keith is 17 out of the last 18 challenges correct or whatever it is. It's not a reason to keep him at this point. Is it going to change everything? No, but it's a different fucking voice in the room. Right? Like, it has to change something, a different voice saying something. Who is your number one guy? Like from tonight's game? No, I mean like for the like or who's gonna replace Keith? Yeah, I've given up on that man because like I've seen so many. It's gone. It's gone either way too many times. Like you can bring in a championship caliber coach like you did with Mike Babcock and what happened. Or like I was saying last night, you bring in Rick Tockett, who was a fucking sportsnet fucking oh. where was he before this? TNT or some shit? Yeah. Yeah, he was on TNT uh, with Liz. Yeah. And the Canucks hired him, and I was like, what the fuck? And, like... Look at look at that Vancouver team tonight, man. Like, that Vancouver So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a name, right? I don't have a person. So, I think an ex-player who was fucking hard-nosed to beat people up would be a great answer, but fuck, that was Shanahan, wasn't it? So, I got three people I like. I don't know. Choice between it, whatever you want. First one is uh, Berube. I like him. He want to let the Blues to a championship. Bennington led the Blues to a championship on fluke, but yeah, I get you. But he's still the coach, man. Coach has a large part to do with it. Like, I think the whole... But have you looked at his record... Previous to that cup, fluky cup win, and after the fluky cup win, yeah. Look at Paul Maurice, man. Look at Paul Maurice with the Panthers. 
fight Man. club in a bedroom going on right now. I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if you can hear it. No. Should Show it, must should go it, on then. Tommy. Share it to Tommy right now because me and him had a discussion on on it. Like Ruben. What did I have? I, I forget the conversation I did have with him. But I don't know, man. I, I so my three or uh, my second one, Dragalant. I like Dragalant. I don't know. He's someone that can maybe come in and you know spark the team, get this team going. Whatever you need in this team to get going. My third one. It's kind of off the. Off the board, I, I mentioned him last night. But he was—he was a beloved Leaf. Loved him. Maybe bring him in as a GM. Doug Gilmore. Oh yes, yes, yes. You said that. He's currently a GM. He's in Kingston. With Dougie, man, Dougie might try and convince Shane Wright maybe to come in. Imagine a Shane Wright recommendation project. Add to this team. Yeah. And you know a guy that's nickname is Killer is going to have that team playing top. I guess my number one pick would be... Still, like... Who's your uh, yeah, sorry, I cut you off there. You should continue first. No, you. I was just gonna say, who's your number one pick? Uh, Torts. I would like Torts. I like. I, it's too bad he is in uh, Philly. Yeah, he's already somewhere, so we can't steal him. Yeah. But that would be my number one like dream pick. But who's available? Like, I was talking to somebody yesterday about it, and like. People grill, like I was saying, people grill Subban because you didn't win any cups, so you don't know what you're talking about, so stop tweeting about the Leafs. But then Wayne Gretzky went and coached Arizona and did fucking absolute whale shit, right? Oh, another guest. Hello? What? Back. I'm sure I got 30 seconds before someone else is crying. <laughs> Maybe. So, what are we thinking? Second period. Well, the second period's kind of where it all came together for us. Was we we uh, came back? We almost came ahead too. Mm-hmm. I remember for a brief second there was a goal, and then I blinked, and then I was told Bertuzzi kicked it in. So, like, there's a couple of things I had on here. So, like, yeah, like, Nylander busting a slump, having getting a pair of goals, great, right? One thing I had on here, though, JT. And JT needs to start playing more toughness, more scrums. Lead by example. Stick up for each other. Starts with being a captain. 
Yeah, but this is the problem I have with that, right? Especially as someone who has to, like, hire people sometimes. Like, I was doing a move, and I I got someone to come be a laborer, and they said they could help me move a fridge. And then when they got to the got to the site, right, we went to move the fridge, and I ended up moving this fridge by myself because he realized, holy crap, I can't move a fridge. And then, you know, later on we sat down and he told me like, I'm really going to work on getting stronger and I'm going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. And I said, it's not going to happen again. I'm never going to call you for another job because if by 30 years old, you're not able to move a fridge and you, you know, you, you didn't know you can't, you're, you're not going to wake up tomorrow able to move a fridge. Mm -hmm. JT is what, 33, 34 now? If he isn't a guy who's going to jump into a scrum, he never will be. That These guys are what they are, 100%. So if he's not going to do it, take away his captaincy. Put him on the third line as a fucking plug because that's what he's becoming, even though he's getting a point a game. You can get a point. You can do fuck all and then have one lucky break during every game, get one point every game, and still be dog shit. Uh -huh. So let's put him on the third line. Give the C to someone who deserves it, Morgan Riley, who's I, always jumping was, into the that, scrums, Morgan Riley. That's my guy, too. Because, man, I, I saw Matthews in, in the scrum, too, because I, I put that on here. Matthews in the middle of a scrum doing nothing. Mo comes in. Mo comes right in, right off of that, right? Like. It's Most like there's two types of people, right? Yeah. Like if someone's faced with confrontation, are they someone who drops their drop drops their hands and they're like, "Whoa, no, I don't want anything." No, or is there someone? Are they someone who puts their hands up and they're ready to go? If you don't have that instinct, it cannot be instilled into you if you're in your thirties. Man, these it's just. To me, it really, really seems like these guys don't hate to lose. And that's... And why would they hate to lose? Because the next day practice is cancelled and their Instagram followers still go up by 10,000 because they're in Toronto. It's a Toronto Yacht Club, man. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the second period was good because we came back, but uh, by the time the third happened, we realized we were just a one-period team. And the yeah. penalty kills, the power plays, like when we're on a power play, we're basically, like I texted you, just a penalty kill extra man. Uh, my thing too, man, like watching that, people are going to know all the time, man. Like you guys, they're, they're fucking chicken shit. Yeah, and it's already spread across the league. People know it. Mm -hmm. so you've got like, your players who will stand up for each other, and yeah, every on occasion we even see some of the stars do it for a split second, but then everyone's like, oh my god, you can tell there's a change in the atmosphere in the room. They're, they're, they're acting like brothers. I love to see it. And then the next game you see them doing bad. fuck all. And that's what's sad, man. Like, you watch it and you see glimpses of it and you're like, fuck yes, this is what we want. 
want to see you guys stick up for each other like that. This is what we want to see. But no, like the next game it's just gone and it's only it's in that certain some of the guys, but like now, like who are we gonna to play tomorrow? Jones is looking tired because we fucking keep playing him. Yeah. Like the way you're just gonna throw Sammy in against Seattle, who I think I saw they were what like points in their last nine games or like nine games in a row they won, I think, up until that Edmonton game. When Edmonton beat them. Yeah. It's gonna be uh it it'll likely be Sammy. What will end them? What tomorrow? What Sammy are we going to get? Or what team are we going to get defending? And what team are we going to get on the back to backs? Because those seem to be pretty cursed of losing both games lately on back to backs. What do you think the chances of us not making the playoffs? They're looking up and up, man. And like. Elliot Friedman's quote saying, like, this team might not go all in and might not be buyers at the deadline. And you know what? Like, I don't think it might be the year to do it, man. I already didn't think it was the year. I didn't have high hopes, but the hopes aren't getting higher, that's for sure. I definitely had to get of the year. Drank the Kool-Aid of, okay, yeah, this team is tougher. Well, it looked tougher on paper because we had Ryan Reeves. We didn't know we had Ryan Reeves straight into the nursing home, though. Yep. Speaking of I that, thought he had at least a couple more seasons of punching people's faces in and doing nothing but. But, no, this year he, he decided he wanted to. I think he turned 37 he today. I think he turned 37 years old today or 36 years old today. I think it's 37. Like, I just, man, I look at, I look at the way talk it came in and changed the team. And it's like, you hand the guy, the keys to a Ferrari who knows how to drive a Ferrari. He's going to fucking do it. Yeah. Keith, you've handed him what Matthews is. You could, I don't, maybe I don't. It, he's an elite talent, at least at ball random. I was going to say generational player, maybe not generational goal scorer, a hundred percent. You get a guy when Mitch is on his game, pretty much a hundred point player, hasn't hit the hundred point player, hasn't hit the hundred points, but. Right around that, yeah, yeah. ninety to nine between ninety and ninety nine points, usually per year. So you got him. You got William Nylander, who was on an incredible deal. So like, yeah, you got you got some offense there that can really fucking is supposed to be able to like take over games. And it feels like, like I said, you give the keys of a Ferrari to someone and he's choosing to drive a fucking. Coyote Camry. Yeah, basically. Is Not one of the good ones either. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sure. It get it, sometimes can get it can get you at A and B at times and not break it down, but you know. A pony oh, yeah. could sun fire. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I don't know. Like, problem is, what any of these guys that I even suggesting come in mid mid-season, halfway through, it's it's going to be Guy, Guy Boucher taking over as an interim head coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want that? Not only that, but like... I, I don't remember much as a coach, but apparently at the time when we hired... Uh, we heard bad luck. Apparently, it was Guy Boucher who was the other coach we were interviewing, too. Okay. So, like, that's... I don't know. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was kind of... It came down to, like, apparently Guy Boucher and him. Full circle. Here we are again. Exactly. Um... Now, I'm just wondering, like, the next guy to step up, is he going to address the things that need to be addressed? Like, let's look at things like TJ Brody is dog shit. Hold the core accountable. Is there going to be a change in how the core is treated? Is there going to be a change in the defensive structure? Is there going to be a change in how they run the goaltending? Is there going to be a change in how they fucking juggle lines? Like, remember when they used to put the same three guys together, and if they weren't good, they would put them together until they were good? Or he would try and change something up and only try it for two shifts and then go back to Marner Matthews? It's like anything, man. I remember when chemistry was a thing. Rotate said player with, uh, with Mitch and Austin, hunting. It's a problem yeah. with these guys taking all the money, though, man. Like they can't retain guys like Bunting. Nope. And uh, it's just going to keep happening for the next and eight years at least. The thing is, like the thing where I, it is too, though, man. Like. I'm still the belief, though, if you are going to overpay someone, overpay a superstar, right? It's those guys on the third and fourth lines that you shouldn't overpay. I don't think this is one of those times I really, really, really agree with Brad Marchand. You shouldn't overpay anybody. If you want a championship caliber team that comes back year after year after year after year, then competes. If you want to build a dynasty, you need those top guys being like, I'm going to take less money for the team. Everyone has to buy into a system. You need those Nathan McKinnons, right? Nathan McKinnon got paid when he won a cup. Yeah. And like, and it it just sucks because it is always Boston, but man, like, I am jealous of their culture. Every player that goes through that organization becomes a Bruin. 
they will you do not fuck with the Bruins. Someone goes after someone on your team, you're getting jumped by the four other guys on the ice. Someone touches the goalie, you have five guys trying to fucking get that guy. And it helps the fact that most of them have been together so long that it's like a family, it right? It, 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 with the Leafs, really it's four man. guys that have been together for seven years that, that care more about more how money. many likes they got on their Instagram than how many fucking hits they got last game. Yeah, like more worry about oh the next paycheck and getting paid and like oh we all like, if you make if you make eleven million dollars a year you should never have to worry when your next paycheck's coming in. Mm-hmm. And now we're looking at that like it's it's so obvious they committed to this core man. It's like a Matthews and Nylander is the ones they committed to. They can't. There's no way they can sign Mitch. I just I I try to wrap my head around every any way possible, but it's like, are you gonna you gonna give Mitch thirteen million dollars? Because he's gonna want yeah. money, or or is he gonna want more? Are you, you gonna pay Mitch become? Probably the second highest paid player in the NHL. And for what? For a guy that has not hit 100 points. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Sure. It does matter. But let's look at the playoffs, man. He can't even hit 10 points. Like when you look at. Why does no one look at. No one ever, ever looked at McDavid and was like, yeah, he's like an overpaid player. Because well, if you produces, looked at... He produces... That's like what I was going to say. If you looked at his production... The best player in the league should be the highest paid person in the league. And I'll agree with that all day. And he is. He's miles better than everyone. I would say Nathan McKinnon is the second best. I think that's pretty not even almost that close. I almost, hmm, I'd almost say Nathan McKinnon's better all around. Oh, then McDavid? I don't know, man. McDavid's a better goal scorer, but I think that McKinnon's got the ability to lead a team better. I agree on that. He is probably a better leader. I, I. From what I can see on it, it seems like, you know, McKinnon was on a mission that year they won that cup. Like, remember all the jokes of, like, oh, I only eat chickpea salads and all yeah. that? Yeah. It was all that year. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah when he was. Yeah. You don't think, because he's good buddies with Crosby. Right? They're like they besties, yeah. Har- they both grew up in Cole Harbor. Like, yeah. what's the chances of that? And they train together. You don't think those that fucking Crosby goes, yeah, I've got a cup. And that's the bragging thing. I got that cup. I got the cup. He was on a mission that year, man. He was going to get that cup. False alarm. False alarm. But, yeah, he... he and... You kind of see with everything he does, even like in games, the guy's constantly on a mission. 
Here's 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 the scrum here. I'll show it. I think I can. Hopefully it doesn't get us in shape, but whatever. Like uh <coughs> look, like good for GT finally getting in the scrum there with Myers. Right, like, but Matthews just has his arm around somebody. Even, even Mariner's in there. Was that Mariner? Uh, it was Matthews and Yarncrook, and yeah, Mariner. He's in a little bit, man. But like, I don't know. That, you actually you know what? I'm seeing Mariner kind of be a little bit more like that lately. Yeah, like Matthews, when Matthews got Matthews that cross check. Yeah, Matthews still needs it though, man. I really think Matthews. Yeah, but like I back. said, I just don't, I don't think he's that kind of person. Like he's big. No, he's not. I know he's big. Not. He looks tough, but I feel like if you ran into him in a bar, he'd be the kind of guy to just avoid eye contact. But man, I don't. I think it's because he was brought into the freaking culture where they didn't do that, man. Like, like, keep going back to the. I Austin think they're starting to make. Uh, they're raising culture. every hockey player to be like that. I don't know. Like it's the new generation. They are, you guys, because we guys start playing, showing players how to take a hit again, because some of them don't know how. They don't even have checking clinics anymore. When I was a kid, they had checking clinics. You would go learn how to hit. That doesn't exist anymore. Oh Not man, we were anyway. taught like all that. Uh, we were taught that, like we were taught how to use the glass if someone's coming in on you. To yeah, checking clinics. They taught you how to do everything, yeah. man. Where to stand, yeah. how to brace yourself, like. Definitely had some. I had a couple bad ones when I was a kid, like growing up, like hits where like I got hit from behind, and yeah, it was fucking. It sucked. Yeah, I didn't get hit too much, but the couple times I did, it sucked. I got hit. I took one crash into the net where the post hit me in the right in the back of the neck, and that sucked. Well, I was small. I'm small, man. Like I'm tiny. Like I'm five foot six. Okay, yeah. Now, so like I was, I was a small kid even, and like I used to just like, of course, growing up as a kid too, they see the smaller guy and they're like, oh, I'm gonna fly on defense, I'm gonna crunch that fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. Or there was times I would try and hit people that are way bigger than me, and I just fucking flatten myself pretty much. Because <laughs> I go to it hit happens. a guy and I'd like. I go to hit a kid who had like probably at least twenty five pounds on me. You go to do that. That's you know. It doesn't work usually. No, not usually. Unless you really know how to lay a hit. Yeah. So we got all we got this going. We got one thing. I want to do one thing. Pretty much wrap this pretty soon. 
Yeah. Uh, now that everyone's asleep and no one's coming in here to tell me anything, we're going to wrap it up. So. We got to play this, so uh, it's going to be a hard decision, but let's go. Let's see who uh, player of the game is. Player of the game. You go first. I were to choose one, I would say uh, William Nylander. William Nylander, you know. Pastner wasn't really a slump. Like it, it, it was a bad timing. The slump that happened with him after signing the big contract and like yeah, I don't really think he was like, oh, I'm going to sign that contract and not score for four games. I think it was just a, like a fluke, exactly. but it just exactly. sucked. It's that a shitty time. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Willie my player of the game tonight. Okay, Willie, nice. Joseph Wall. <laughs> Joseph Wall, eh? No, mine was Willie, too, so I had to pick yeah. something. <laughs> so As soon as Willie got... He got, what, two goals, and did he get any assists? I had... uh, let me check here. Quick box scores. Uh, scoreboard. Scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Where to go? So six four win. First goal was uh, Hoglander. Hoglander got the second goal. Garland got William Nylander. We got Jake McCabe. We got Willie Nieblander again. Uh, Connor Garland with two goals. And then we had uh, Marner. So, yeah, we got Willie got two goals. <laughs> Who assisted on the Marner goal? Uh, it was unassisted. It was shorthanded. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. And then you got Morgan Riley who assisted on Willie's second. Morgan Riley assisted on both the Willie's goals actually, and then Brody got an assist as well. Oh, it's good to see Brody did something tonight. Yeah. So, <laughs> like the penalties at the end, I, I, I don't fucking whatever. Like the one, there's one questionable one I did have. How wasn't the the cross checker, this high stick to uh, Bertuzzi. Yeah, that's the one. Bertuzzi. Well, I how is that missed? Well, like I think, I think they get paid per miss. Like if you miss a call, I think there's a bonus at the end of the year. Only it's against the least, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be against the Leafs. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it's like the the Leafs missed call bonus. It's like Christmas only. It's like the NHL NHL front office's version of Christmas. True. 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 
Okay. So I think that uh you know, wrap it up, I think. Was, uh, wrap it before right. you tap it. I think we should uh do this again. That's for sure. Yeah. Why not tomorrow night? Tomorrow night be a bit of a late one. Tomorrow night's game doesn't start till nine o'clock. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah, ten o'clock for you. Yeah, those ten those eleven thirty games must be brutal out east. Yeah, we kind of feel like those Scottish people. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Uh, let me look up here. When's the next game we probably to do this? Uh. Also, Cedric wants to know the next time the Leafs play the Habs. He really wants to come on. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's asked twice in two days. <laughs> last night he's like are you doing your podcast tonight i was like yeah he's like is this the one that i'm gonna be on no no not yet let's do wednesday wednesday's game wednesday night i don't work thursday so that works even better wednesday's uh, game i do work but i don't care and then live reaction. I know you don't seem to. You don't sleep. No. I went to bed at 4.30 this morning, and I got up at 5.30. Yeah. Like, that's that's bizarre to me. But, anyway. Well, yeah. Well, I guess that's probably why. Larger reason why. All right. Everyone, thanks for coming out. Don't forget, we will. We'll add this to Spotify. I'll add this to a video. We'll edit out some stuff. But yeah, Check. thanks for coming new, checking us out, giving us a chance. If you are on Twitter watching, you can interact on there. It does work. You are you can type, which is kind of cool. Let's uh get some chat going. All right, everyone. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Thank you for watching. This is my time. I'm on the rise. Can't hold me down. Like. Subscribe. Check us out on our social medias. We are now on Spotify and Apple Podcast.